Hello again, everybody. This is Jack and Billy with the Marine Corps Movie Minute, where we break down movies of the Marine Corps one minute at a time. Currently, we are breaking down the movie Heartbreak Ridge. We are at minute 25, where Gunny Highway finds two Marines sitting outside who don't abla, and the minute ends as he um, gives him a quick resume of things that he's done. <laughs> That's one way of putting it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Billy, um, well, what, do, what do we got for this minute, man? Well, let's see. So, you know, Tom Highway arrives in Chuzu's truck, and he arrives at some Quonson huts, and I found out a little information about these Quonson huts. These uh, Quonson huts were the real Quonson huts used for Alpha Company 1st Recon uh, Battalion. And it, this was out of Camp Talega, T-A-L-E-G-A. Would you say that, Talega? Uh, that sounds about right, I guess. Whatever, yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> I've never, I've never yeah, I've never heard of it. I've been out in Pendleton, and I don't think I've ever heard heard it. So I don't know if that camp actually exists anymore. Well, yeah, I don't know if it still is, but it, you know, that just shows our Marine Corps knowledge. But it's yeah, it was, no, right. it's, it's on board Camp Pendleton. Okay. And you know, these are the actual real Quonson huts. Um, yeah, and it, so it's kind of like you know, when we go to like Camp Geiger, which is. Yeah actually on camp lejeune you know that, right. that type of thing so is that that that's the same kind of scenario so yeah he's pulling up to uh you know a real recon battalion quonson huts huh did you have quonson huts at uh at geiger there was no quonson huts like that but yes when we went to camp geiger when we went out into the field this is mm -hmm. during mct marine combat training right they were kind of like old world war ii barracks yeah you know kind of similar like this where it's like you know, you have, you have the, the barracks where people sleep, then you got to go outside and then go over to the bathroom across the street. Yeah. Um, but they weren't Quonset huts per se. Okay. They did have Quonset huts, though, out at, I think they call it Camp Devil Dog, which is where you did all your stuff out in the field, you know, okay. quote unquote field. Hmm. And, but they, they didn't have any of the nice facilities like that in there that would keep us out of the cold. Because I, I, I went in December, so it was pretty oh, okay. cold. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, they were Quonset huts. They just weren't daily living Quonset huts. Gotcha. But you guys did. That was that was something yeah. out out west. Oh, that yeah. was yeah. That's what yeah. I thought. Yeah, as a matter of fact, every time I see this, it does remind me of MCT, but I know that's not where this was at. Or I'm pretty sure it's not where this was at. It is also twenty years no. I was like this was filmed in eighty six. Ten. So, yeah, so it was about ten or eleven years difference between the two between the movie and the time that I was there. That that's one of the things that keys me into the fact that obviously, you know, they say this is Lejeune or Lejeune, mm. as we've discussed, <laughs> but it's actually um, Camp Pendleton. Yeah. And that's not to say there isn't Quonson Huts on Camp Lejeune. We just didn't see them. Yeah. I, I didn't stay in them or see them. Yeah. But I also wasn't, you know, in Recon Platoon. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I like when he pulls up and we meet two Marines just sitting outside drinking beer. <laughs> You know, I wish I kind of knew what day of the week this was. I assume it's like a Saturday. Well, it wouldn't be a Saturday because Chuzu and, and the Major wouldn't be hanging out in their office. Maybe Friday afternoon. Yeah, you're right. It could be It could be like a Friday afternoon or just – it could be after just – After work. Yeah, after work, any, any time. Of the, yeah, that's a good point. So, that, you know, they're just chilling there, um, drinking a beer, and he said, uh, was this recon platoon? And, of course <laughs> – no speak of English. <laughs> <laughs> no habla. You? No habla. Yeah. <laughs> he just, he looks annoyed, but not, not overly annoyed. Just like, whatever, I'm not going to deal with this. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and he goes in now, 
the guy that says no speak of English, that's Mike Gomez, and we'll learn that he's uh, Quinones. Yeah, Quinones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the you know no obla Ramon Franco, and he's a Ponte. I did look both these guys up. Both these guys have done a lot of a lot of work. I'm both both these guys both been in a lot of TV shows. Actually, they both did a voice in L.A. Noir. Okay. The video game. Yeah. Yeah. Like Mike Gomez was the was the captain on the when they brought remember Hunter was it Fred Dreyer? Oh yeah. What, yeah. He was the cop. Well, they did a TV movie and then they brought the series back for for a short amount of time. And he was the, uh, the captain on that. Okay. Yeah. So you know, there's a, and he was in the Big Lebowski. He was. It said Auto Circus Cop. I, I don't remember. But other than that, he's been, he's been in a ton of TV. You know. Huh. And then Ramon Franco. He man, he's been in a ton of things. He's been in like every TV show known to man. It looks like. <laughs> L.A. Law. Was it oh, the yeah. SVU? LAPD <laughs> Blue. I, they both actually were on X Files, not at the same time, but Prison Break, Weeds. Oh um, shit. Orange is New Black, The Bridge. <laughs> oh, he, he actually was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, so that, that was a more recent movie. Yeah, just a, just a bunch of things. He, he's Pensacola Wings of Gold. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's no jag. No. <laughs> oh, this show is such dog shit. <laughs> Which one? Which one? Pensacola. Yeah, Pensacola was terrible. Jag, if you said that about Jag, I would fight you. <laughs> no, Jag was awesome. Kristen Bell or Catherine Bell? <laughs> oh, Catherine Bell is awesome. I hated that movie, uh, that TV show when it first came out. And then yeah. I, I watched it one day and I'm like, hey, it's pretty good. And when my son was born, <laughs> USA Network was showing two a, two a day and I was DVRing them. And every time I had to get up at night with them, I'd watch it. I basically watched both episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I watched like 10 years of that show in like. <laughs> In a couple months, and I love that show. Like, this is just greatest show known to man. <laughs> when well, so you remember Space Above and Beyond? Y- yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a, basically it was a marine. It was a sci-fi show, but it was about marines. And um, so one of the I guess one of the actors that was in that was in Pensacola, and I was like, oh man, I'll you know, be able to like check him out. And I watched like two or three episodes, and then I was like, oh, this is horrible. <laughs> this, this is this is so this is shit. Was it was it James Brolin in that? He was like the Tom Skerritt character. Yeah, he was the uh, he was the head muckety muck, the CEO. Yeah, of the, yeah. He's, he's Tom Skerritt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I tried to watch it. I couldn't watch. It. I, yeah, but it it it, it, it saddened me. It was no Jag. Tune in for Jag minute. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's our next project. We're gonna do every episode of Jag one minute at a time. Well, not one minute at a time. We'll just do one episode. <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe we'll Jesus call it. Christ. What was new jag off or something like yeah. that? I don't know. <laughs> um, so I did get a I didn't get a lot of background on Mike Gomez at all, but um, I, I just thought it was neat about Ramon Franco that he had actually got the role of Aponte because Clint Eastwood learned of uh, I guess he he did a he played Marine Corporal Aceveda in in the Chelsea Theater production of a weight of Wasted, and it, and he got good reviews and it got Clint Eastwood's attention so. And he was looking for guys to cast as young, you know, young actors to portray, you know, Marines. Hmm. And, you know, so he, he found a, you know, Ramon Franco and, um, he got hired to be, he was private Aponte and, you know, he got demoted, but he was still, <laughs> he said, he said <laughs> Ramon Franco was still happy to get the part. And they, um, they, I, I said it like it opened a lot of doors for him, you know, because it, it got him into Hollywood. And like I said, he's been in everything. 
TV show. So yeah, that's pretty good. So I like when Clint Eastwood comes into the door and he, and he kind of just slams the door open, like, like very dramatic, almost like a Western. Yeah. When the gunslinger <laughs> comes into the, the saloon. Yeah. Nobody pays attention to him. They all just do not care. They ignore yeah. his ass. So he, he's just about to sound off and do his little spiel. Yeah. And, uh, which may, I watch his face and I get the idea that that spiel wasn't going to be that spiel until, until he had to throw the radio. <laughs> oh yeah. Point, yeah. Like, Fuck this. <laughs> I think he was, well, first off, he just opened it up and he, I think he expected them to pay attention to him and he would have just, Hey, I'm, you know, I'm your new platoon sergeant, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but he did walk in with authority for sure. Yeah. Because they kind of look at him and go back to it. Oh, and the music's playing too. So he just looks <laughs> over and turns it off. And just as he's about to open his mouth to introduce himself, <laughs> freaking Aponte walks in and, and he turns it back on. And when I thought, when he did it, I thought he just like did it just nonchalantly. If you look, he gives him, he gives Clint Eastwood a dirty look. Like he, like he looks almost like he's trying to intimidate Clint Eastwood. Yeah. And, and of course, um, <laughs> Quinones just walks in with his drinking his beer, not even paying any attention. <laughs> <laughs> Clint Eastwood or Johnny Highway grabs the radio and just breaks the shit out of it. Yeah, he throws it. <laughs> and that gets their attention. Yeah. Yeah, most Ricky Tick. <laughs> My name is Gunnery Sergeant Highway. Did it, I don't know if he says Tom Highway or Highway. No, he just says Gunnery Sergeant Highway. Yeah, I'm Gunnery Sergeant Highway. I've drank more beer, pissed more blood, banged more quiff. <laughs> busted more and then he kicks the beer can uh the the garbage can over and just beer cans go everywhere <laughs> then all you numb nuts put together <laughs> now i was what i assume he meant busted more ass you know i'm like basically beating people up that's what i'm guessing yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's what i'm assuming I, I i was gonna wait and save you know who all these characters are but but there's there's five members of recon platoon and i think we'll wait and get into all of them later because yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll kind of, we don't really get their names or anything. So I'll just say, you know, just mention that when he walks in, you know, Aponte and Quinones are outside. Mm -hmm. And then when he walks in, it's, uh, we, we meet Tom Villard, Vincent Izarier, Izari, <laughs> I don't, I'm going <laughs> to put your names and uh, Rodney Hill. Those are the actors. And we can talk about them more later as we actually meet their characters. But there's two other guys in the background. I'm convinced that those two are actually Marines. And you would be correct. There's something about them. You see, you just know Marines when you see them. They, they move and they act just like Marines. <laughs> like the other ones are actors. Like, and you know they're actors, but those in the back, yeah. They... Well, well, the other guys, none of their haircuts are regulation, even if they're no. short. Like, um, uh, Quinones has a, a fairly short haircut, but like yeah. the, the dude with the sunglasses, he barely has a. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's more navy <laughs> yeah they got they got they got more of a well regulation haircut and and you like you said they kind of stand and and honestly not that every marine is buff but they're definitely in better shape than, <laughs> than yeah. most of the actors yeah <laughs> at least most of the actors in this scene yeah uh, but so they you were correct they are real marines the tall blonde guy who's standing up is todd selner hmm. and the guy who was sitting down reading a playboy is andrew <laughs> schneider Huh. And they were they're just kind of in the background. So they filmed at their Quonson huts. So <laughs> they yeah. threw some guys in just for, you know, authenticity. Yeah. It's, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. There was just something about those two. Yeah, I was like, man, those, those two look like Marines. They, they stand like Marines. 
they do this a few times throughout the movie. There's other scenes where, where real life Marines are, are thrown in there for one reason or another. And yeah. there's a few that uh, I specifically read about. And when we get to that scene, uh, I'll hopefully remember to bring it up, but this is a hell of an introduction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of uh, when you get, you meet your DIs in boot camp. except this is just a little bit more, you know, like, uh-oh. <laughs> you, you bring up meeting your DIs, and, and maybe if we decide to go forward and do Full Metal Jacket, which has actual boot camp scenes, yeah, you know, we'll probably tell a lot more boot camp stories if we ever do that. Yes, that, that, that's inevitable. <laughs> but, since you, but since you brought it up and you said there is some similarities to that, you know, everybody joke. well, not jokes, everybody, if you talk to most people who are, were in the Marine Corps and went to Marine Corps boot camp, they will talk about how intimidated they were about stepping on the yellow footprints for the first time you get off the mm -hmm. bus you get on the yellow footprints and they come out and they yell at you and they do the reveal and then you go in for process and receiving right and i guess and, and, and to tell you the truth it is intimidating you know I, I i was you know i don't know like when i got in there and i'm not but but i am no billy badass by any means when when i got on the yellow footprint you know like everything seemed more staged yeah. I think I was more tired than anything. <laughs> yeah. It's a long day. Yeah. It's a long, so yeah, I mean, cause they, cause they purposely keep you and drive you around. So you're disoriented when you get there and then, yeah. you know, you know, you take a bus from the airport to the, to the base and it right. takes a long time to get there and on purpose. And so you get there in the middle of the night, blah, blah, blah. Try to scare you, they intimidate you, blah, blah, blah. blah. But again, it's all process and receiving. You're doing paperwork. You're getting your shit, whatever. I, I wasn't that intimidated. However, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go oh, ahead. No. Uh, well, so I, I wasn't either. I was actually really excited. Like I wasn't scared about boot camp. I, I wanted to go. But my first interaction with a drill instructor was me standing on the tips of his core frames. Oh, because he was right there, and they told us to line up, and I was all eager, eager beaver, and I ran up there, and I'm like, "What the hell is under my toes?" And I'm sitting there staring at this di, and I realized what it was. I was like, "Oh no." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh no, no, oh, no, it was bad. <laughs> now that's different. Now that is different. You didn't have the normal experience. You fucked yeah. up. <laughs> oh yeah, I haven't stopped fucking up since. <laughs> well, you know, like because I was in the delayed entry, um, and I had a couple buddies go with me, so I just I just felt comfortable with that situation. I mean, I yeah. was nervous. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's ner it, it is nervous. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, whatever. And Culture shock. Right. It, it is. I mean, but again, because I was kind of expecting all this, it, it wasn't bad. And yeah. then while you're in receiving, I was in receiving for a couple of days and wow, this isn't that bad. You know, I'm like, <laughs> I expect, cause I've heard horror stories and I'm like, this is, wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> and this is now, this is where I said, I get where you actually get picked up by your actual platoon that's you know, and DIs that are going to train you. And one di to having four <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and I'm, I'm okay so now the stuff that you were kind of getting away with with being lax online is now a lot harder to do and these guys are way more intense oh yeah so i don't know you know with your situation but for us you know they come in you're like this is your series commander this is your company commander they introduce your platoons they come up they march up and they do this little you know pageant and and introduce themselves and then they go, okay, 
um, sergeant, you know, uh, drone, senior drone instructor, I leave it in your hand. And as soon as that door closed, it turns into world wrestling. <laughs> WWF. <laughs> oh my God. Like Gunny Highway kicking over that trash can. Amplify that by about 50 times. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. They're throwing. I mean, my guy. Okay. So, so my guy was going to, was demonstrating the proper way to go through the chow hall. He picked up a, <laughs> A, a tray. He showed us how you line up, how you turn, how you hold the tray, how you go through. Because that was like the first school circle thing they were doing us. Right. As soon as the brass left and shut the door, <laughs> he took he took the tray and threw it down the squad bay and started screaming <laughs> his head off about un- getting your shit online and opening your stuff. I mean, literally, it was so intense. I mean, that's where it got real. I was, I, I was laughing a little because I was like, oh my God, this is, for, this just got real. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> yeah, here, we, exactly, here we go. One guy quit on the spot. He, it was so intimidating and so intense. And I'm like, this is what I was expecting on the yellow footprints. <laughs> you know, like, so, so by comparison, it, like, this was so worse. And I'm like, okay, now this got real, and I was a fool for ever fe- feeling comfortable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I relate. I, I think it's so funny every time I see that scene where Tom Highway kicks that over because, like you said, it's just like it. Yeah, it's yeah, it's oh, that's fucking crazy, man. Meanwhile, that officer that left is he's all he hears is bang, smash, good the fuck on, Lord. <laughs> oh right, it's, it's just like you said. It's almost like when Major Power, they shut the door, Major Power suddenly you can't, can't hear it. <laughs> when they shut the door, they don't hear the screaming and blowing. literally throwing the trash cans or, or dumping everything out. You have to dump your sea bags into the, into the foot lockers and they're just literally in your face, three of them at a time, screaming. Yeah, it's a charnel house of recruits. It's like, it's like oh no. It is. It's, it's like, and like you said, I like how you said it. it's like the WWE it's like it was like it was like the hardcore division with trash cans flying everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> just, just a mess. It, like I know I said, your shit now. Move. <laughs> yeah. Do it two seconds ago, and yeah. I know you don't. You just learned your combination, so good luck trying to get that out where three people are screaming at you to open it. Yeah. <laughs> and if I ever watch any of those like documentaries where they they show that, I start laughing so hard for two reasons. Because one, it brings you back. Yeah. Two, you can see how the DI realizes there's a camera on them and they quickly tone it back <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because they want to go even more insane. Yeah. No, 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 no. This right here is what we call exhibit a right. <laughs> roll this. Let's roll this back. <laughs> Damn it. We, we served with a gunnery sergeant. I forget his name, but he was DI for several years. And he said he used to get so worked up that they would send him home for several days at a time just so he wouldn't either kill somebody or have an aneurysm himself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, would, he would just get so nuts. Yeah, he was a cool, he was, yeah, I can't remember his name, but he, yeah, he was cool, but yeah, man, he was, oh, he was wound, wound up. <laughs> so wound tight, you know. Uh, his head just spins off into fucking space. <laughs> I guess we should wrap up the minute. Yeah, I mean, I really don't know what else we need to cover. I mean, we pretty much... I think we pretty much got all the high points here. Yeah, because we'll get into we'll get into more of you know when we actually meet Recon Platoon, the full platoon. We'll we'll get into that those guys a little bit more. This is just yeah, Gunny Highway making uh, some formal introduction. 
Yeah, you know, it, was, it sucks about doing these movie by the minute things. You've seen the movies many times that we've seen this one. You start you just want to start dominoing into the next scene and start getting into it. And it's just like, ah, damn it. <laughs> well, he does say something about uh, he's here because major powers. And then that's kind of where it ends, you know. So, yeah. you know, that's that's after he calls everybody numb nuts. But, you know, what? sorry. There's one last thing I saw. Tom Villard. He's he's eating cocoa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's eating the, he, straight out of the box. <laughs> I don't have a clever. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Then we found it. I, I don't. I don't have a clever out. <laughs> I don't have a clever outro. So, bye. Hello, everybody. This is Jack and Brian with the Marine Corps Movie Minute. Oh, you chickened out, man. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Do it again. (laughs) Fuck it. We're doing it live.